It's Friday, November 10th, and this is Brian with the morning news. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The White House said Thursday that Israel had agreed to move forward with daily four-hour pauses of military operations in areas of northern Gaza. The move appeared to formalize a pattern of halting the violence to allow humanitarian aid to flow into the enclave and to allow civilians to flee from the fighting. For the past several days, Israel has paused their operations for hours-long windows where it allows civilians to evacuate south. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu insisted in a statement Thursday evening that there would be no ceasefire without the release of hostages held by Hamas. John Kirby, the National Security Council spokesman, cast the agreement to allow four-hour pauses as a positive first step in easing the humanitarian crisis in Gaza. He said Israel would announce the timing of the pauses three hours beforehand. In other news, Senator Joe Manchin said Thursday that he won't run for another term in deep red West Virginia, delivering a blow to fellow Democrats' long-shot effort to hold on to their narrow majority and renewing speculation about whether he could pursue a presidential bid. Manchin, a 76-year-old centrist who faced an uphill battle for re-election, said that he plans to travel the country and look for opportunities to, quote, mobilize the middle and bring Americans together, end quote. He didn't address whether he could potentially seek the White House as an independent, an idea he has floated in the past. Manchin, whose term ends in January 2025, has been a pivotal dealmaker in recent years and has repeatedly flirted with becoming an independent, citing increasing frustration with both political parties over issues including abortion, energy production, and budget deficits. In world news, President Daniel Ortega has opened Nicaragua to flights carrying tens of thousands of migrants from Haiti, Cuba, and Africa in recent months, swelling the ranks of people using the Central American country as a landing point on their journey north to the United States. Ortega's authoritarian government has allowed several little-known charter airlines and travel agencies to operate flights from Haiti and other Caribbean airports to Nicaragua, according to Haitian and Nicaraguan civil aviation data. Many of the asylum seekers are from Haiti, the Western Hemisphere's poorest nation, and have arrived in Managua, Nicaragua's capital. The latest arrivals join more than 400,000 Cubans who have flown to Managua from Havana in the past two years since Nicaragua dropped visa requirements in 2021. The new air bridge provides a direct migrant route for Haitians fleeing their country's political meltdown. Back in the U.S., striking Hollywood actors reached a tentative agreement with major studios and streamers that could clear the way for the entertainment industry to restart its content factory after six months of labor strife. The Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists said its TV and theatrical committee approved a tentative agreement with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers in a unanimous vote Wednesday afternoon. The end of the 118-day standoff means work can restart on new TV shows and films, restocking the pipeline of new fare headed to streaming platforms and the big screen. Actors can return to promoting their upcoming projects online and on the red carpet, bringing Hollywood glitz back to premieres. The agreement follows weeks of tense negotiations between the union and the coalition representing studios and streamers such as Netflix, Disney, and Amazon.com. And a team of New York surgeons has performed the world's first whole eye transplant on a human, a breakthrough that could change vision treatments 
even though the patient has not regained sight in the grafted eye. In the six months since the eye surgery was performed in conjunction with a partial face transplant, the 46-year-old patient has shown promising signs of health in the eye, the surgical team at NYU Langone Health said Thursday. The grafted eye is maintaining normal ocular pressure and has direct blood flow to the retina, the area at the back of the eye that receives light and sends images to the brain. It isn't known if the patient will regain his sight, but the transplant is still a significant accomplishment, according to Dr. Eduardo Rodriguez, director of the face transplant program at NYU Langone. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.